It's another edition of the Clear with Contact podcast live from the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios. Here's your host, Tyler Hughes and Cody Jordan. Well, welcome back to episode 26. Uh, it is, what is it? It's Monday. It is Monday. Good Holy job. Cow. August 28th, buddy. Yeah, it is August 28th, 2023. We are back in the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios again. And we are plugged in. We are plugged in for the... <laughs> You're going to get the raw version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got the uh, got the raw version going this time. Um, thank God we didn't forget that. Yeah, I, I hated recording 30 minutes of nothing last week. That was a little painful. Yeah, we thought about quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you still have the time to record <laughs> another hour episode? Yeah. We always have time for our fans. That's right. That's right. Well, man, what did you do this weekend? How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, Friday, we went to uh, the beach to return some clothes. The most boring beach trip I've ever made. To return clothes? Yeah, because she went, she went shopping in Rehoboth, and we couldn't return things unless we took it back there. So we had to go back there. But did get a good like margarita dinner out of it. So that oh, was there nice. you go. Yeah. Saturday, we went to uh, the Nickelback concert that Hell you yeah. ended up going to Sunday, and that was awesome. Um, and then Sunday we had a family party, which was really cool. We had my mom come down, uh, most of Jordan's family was there, was at her parents' house, had a pool party, got some crabs, cooked out. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good time. So thank you for everybody coming to that. Um, and then, yeah, that was it. Today recording. Nice, man. Yeah. Nice weekend. Yeah. Nice and laid back. Yeah. You want to talk about the Nickelback concert? I do. Okay, we can talk about that first. Yeah. How was it for you? Man, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I smiled from the time they got on stage to the time they left. Yeah. And um, middle school me was <laughs> rocking the hell out. Uh, I I knew just about every word to every song except for like maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, we talked about this before the show, but I'll say it again. You know, they played – about 70% of the song, or I'd say 75% of the songs were All the Right Reasons album, which is probably one of their best albums, in my opinion. Um, but no, they they rocked out. I mean, I've been to Shinedown with you, and I've uh, with the Shinedown concert, we saw Godsmack, and uh, Chris Stapleton was another big one that I've seen in person. Uh, and then this concert was obviously Brantley, Gilbert, and Nickelback. So... I would say Chris Stapleton and Shinedown are better in person than what they sound on their albums. Um, Nickelback was probably level. Uh, Godsmack was just a tick below what they put out on their albums. Um, but still, I mean, I enjoyed every minute of it. Like I said, I was smiling ear to ear, rocking away, singing away. And uh, my voice is a little yeah harsh this morning, but, man, I had such a good time. That's awesome. That was awesome. Brantley yeah. Gilbert was awesome, too. I mean... He put on a hell of a show. He did put on a hell of a show. Um, I didn't expect him... I, I didn't know what to expect out of Brantley Gilbert, but it was... Uh, I mean, they were playing... Um, 
instrumentals from, you know, Pantera to uh, who else did they play? I think they did one of Metallica. I mean, they were just uh, Rage Against the Machine. Like, they were kind of all yeah. over the board. They didn't get into any words, but did they, they play Blue on Black for you? They did Blue on Black because cool. Brantley Gilbert cut that with Five Finger Death Punch. Yes. Yeah. But it is a Kenny Wayne Shepherd song. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was cool. It's good. good tick of knowledge to ask people, make yourself feel better, yeah. like I always do to you. That's right. You know who sings this? No, man, I have a hard time naming band members sometimes. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not that deep and invested, but I love, I love music. Mm-hmm. Like I said a few weeks ago when I went to Nashville, like I just enjoy going to a bar and sitting down, listening to music, and having a drink or two. So, makes for a good time. Yeah, how did you enjoy it? I thought it was good. I, I've, I've wanted to go see Nickelback. I don't yeah. know why they're so hated. I don't know. Either. I think it's his hair. I think it was his hair. His hair back in the day. Yeah, you think because that's what did it? everybody loves Nickelback now. Yeah. The only thing that's changed is hair. Yeah. There were 30,000 people along with me that decided that they did not hate Nickelback last night. Correct. I mean, Hershey Park was packed. Dude, this this was packed. I think all their concerts are packed. Yeah. They sell out. So it was bad. I think we were talking about Jiffy Lube hasn't sold out um, in a couple years. I don't know. Something. something. This brought it back. This like sold it out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. But Jack Kroger was hilarious. I mean, they brought a guy up on stage, and um, <laughs> he was, like, asking for a guitar, asking for a mic stand, <laughs> and Chad was like, God damn, you're, like, the pickiest person we've ever had on stage. Like, you, do you not want brown M&Ms in your jar either? And uh, it was really cool. Um, they got really involved with the crowd. Um yeah, man, I I don't really have much bad things to say. Me neither. So awesome. Well, let's turn into some racing. Yeah, what else, I guess what else? we did. Didn't you do something else this weekend? I, I did do something else this weekend. I went cars tour racing for the first time with Mason Bailey as a crew chief. Um, Mason made his cars tour debut. We set out a goal to finish tenth, or or in the run in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I felt like that would have been a pretty good day for us. Um, had speed all weekend. I mean, the field was so tight. I'm. I think if you go back and look at the practice speeds, they were, you know, within the whole top 20 or the 20 cars that were there were within like three tenths of one another. It was insanely tight. Um, so every little gain, you know, you could find, you know, if we found a half a tenth, it was worth five positions in practice. It was nuts. Um, so we ended uh, the third practice on Friday, P10. Um, ended first practice on Saturday, P9. And I was like, man, I'm feeling really good about this. Like, we got a solid top 10 car here. Um, we didn't really – we didn't execute on our mock run. We just had some traffic in the way and stuff, so we never really got a clean lap in. Um, came back in, aired down, and that's when we went our fastest lap in practice one. And then practice two, we really just kind of tried to hone in on the balance and just trying to make little adjustments really quick just to see if it would benefit the car for a longer run. So we didn't really focus on raw speed right then and there. And I I noticed like on Friday and um, early Saturday, like we took our time in those sessions making our adjustments. So like when we would go back out, we were able to pop off a fast lap. Well, in that second practice, we were just kind of going in and out, in and out, in and out. And 
we weren't able to pop off a fast lap. So we ended like P18 or P17 in practice yeah. in the second one, um, which I was fine with. You know, like the our five-lap average, like it got – like we were consistently running like low to mid-40s, you know, the last two runs that we made in that second practice on, you know, tires that were hot and up on air. So I, I was like, man, I don't think we're going to be too bad with the way we're running. Like I think we ought to be pretty good, um, you know, for the long run. I felt like we picked up on speed with with those lap times that we were running – even though we didn't, like, just go out and bust off a raw lap. So, uh, qualified 16th. I think that was kind of attributed to just not getting a clean mock run in. We weren't able to get a good, accurate run, you know, good, accurate data on the first run that we made. And, you know, we just uh, felt like we had a better car to write, to race with. Um, but we ended up 10th, man. I mean, uh, we did a really good job of staying out of wrecks and keeping the nose clean, which was very big at Wake. I mean, there was a lot of cars that came in with damage in that one. Uh, had quite a few cautions. Had, I want to say, at least four cautions that were spins, I think. I might be wrong on that. But, um, yeah, just keeping ourselves out of trouble was the biggest thing. And, you know, we were catching Clay Jones at the end who sat on the pole. We were catching him for ninth. Um, we had Mini Tyrell on our bumper, uh, kind of following us to Clay. And as we kind of got the Clay, Mason had to go on a little bit of defense. And, you know, Tyrell started pushing on us a little bit, getting us sideways. And Mason had to hold him off, which he did a really good job for. And uh, I felt like if we didn't have the pressure from Tyrell, we probably could have got Clay Jones. Yeah. Um, we definitely ran him down from at least a three quarters of a straightaway back and we closed to about two car lengths nice. so solid run for mason uh really happy they got to go get the experience of running the cars tour uh we all really enjoyed it the officials were great um you know uh jack keely you know everybody on the tour was super accommodating jack came around and introduced himself and thanked us for coming uh same with the officials they thanked us for coming they were you know, willing to work with us in tech and uh, did a very thorough job, you know, pre-qualifying, pre, you know, just all across the board. So um, really enjoyed the weekend. Glad we had a decent run and, you know, finally got a monkey off our back and we didn't come away with a car with damage. So yeah. um, got something that we can learn on. And, you know, there's obviously stuff that we can go back and build on and as a team. Um you know, there's always always stuff to improve on, man. So I'm yeah. I'm just glad we got the experience. Yeah, that's good. P ten, um that was your first car store experience as a driver too, so P ten. Yeah, yeah, it was actually. Did I finish tenth in my you first did. car store race? Yeah. Okay. Have the Snapchat still saved. Gotcha. So me and Mason Bailey are on the same standard. That's right. So <laughs> Mason, you're gonna be a crew chief about three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh no. Um but yeah, it was a great race, man. I was, I tell you, I was really shocked Carson qualified as bad as what he did because mm -hmm. he qualified back behind us. Um, really impressed that he drove through the field Without and won that race. Taking the fenders off of it, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, had a clean race. Um, you know, Brendan got in some trouble early. He got turned around. I was really surprised that they admitted that McCum or uh, yeah, McCombie. Um, didn't take him out like he said he came across his nose. I thought it kind of looked like a racing deal. Um, 
you know, they didn't, they were trying to actually send McCombie to the back and they were up there for about four laps telling McCombie he needed to go to the back. I was like, man, they're going to black flag him. Well, then all of a sudden I heard over the NASCAR scanner or not the NASCAR scanner, the, I heard over the cars tour scanner that, um, Brendan's team went to the spotter official and was like, Hey, that was on us. Don't send him to the back. That yeah. one, that one was on us. And they were like, well, they're saying it's on them. Then we're not, we're, we'll keep them up there. But it looked like it was his fault. But if they're fine with it, we're going to keep them up there. So, uh, McCombie got left up there. Uh, Brendan made an awesome drive from the back, got back up to the front and I think finished fourth. Um, Mason Diaz and Ronnie Bassett had a hard nose, you know, race at the end of the run. Yep. Um, Bassett ended up moving Diaz, and then Diaz ended up crossing him over and uh, moving him back. And then when he came up off of two, it looked like Bassett was going to try to tuck back in behind him, and he, like, checked up to keep him to his outside, which was really heads-up driving by Mason, you know, to, to do that and come away second. So um, – I was talking to him after the race. He said he learned his lesson from Florence last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, it was a it was an awesome race. I mean, I didn't feel like it was a wreck fest at all. I mean, there were some cautions, but it wasn't like there was major major wrecks or nothing. No, nobody did anything stupid on the last lap either, like the the cars pro yeah. late model race earlier in the year. Yeah. So. Huh? Could have got you a couple more spots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Could have. You were probably hoping first through ninth we're going to wreck each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I? Absolutely. <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it was a cool experience, though. That's good. Loved it. Well, I do want to proudly say I am back to wearing my Connor Hall hat because he actually won this weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's not a dig. That's not a dig, Connor. That's not a dig. Yeah. He uh, he went down to Hickory and, uh, you know, took a win down there. Um Adds to his national points fund. Yep. Yes. Big weekend for him. Big weekend. He's, I think that's what, 17 wins now? 17 wins on the season for him in total. Yep. 16 that go to the national points because the <sighs> 17th is the Cars Tour win at Langley. That's nuts. Yeah, it is nuts, man. It's, uh, we say it every week. It's, it's, it's impressive, impressive what he's doing. Yeah. So, had some drama though. Yeah. Doug some, Barnes, some X drama, <clears throat> Twitter, whatever. Yeah, I Doug uh Doug out on Twitter and or X and started raging a little bit. Um, he later posted that he was a couple uh couple liquors deep <laughs> sitting it out back. Um, you know, he had posted that the Applegate kit or Bryce Applegate, you know, wrecked him on purpose and um, that Connor paid him to wreck him and all this, that, and the other, and he better be ready because he'll start tearing stuff up. And That sounds familiar. <sighs> right. Done it. But it's like every, know, time, I, every time he's not winning, it's someone else's fault. Yeah, you know, like like Doug said, he had a few liquors, and I can understand his frustration. Look, you're running for a national. He's look. There's there's nothing that we can take away from him. He's won eight races yeah. this year. Like he's had a good season. Um, you know, in Doug's eyes, like I watched Doug's YouTube video this past weekend from maybe a couple weeks back. I guess from his eighth win, and one of the things that he touched on was this is the best season he's ever had. 
He's got eight wins. He's had more wins this season than any other season he's ever had. Uh, his previous best season was 2017 when he won the championship racing against me. So with that being said, yes, Doug has had a fantastic season. He's got a lot of wins under his belt, and it is impressive. Like to win eight races in a year, no matter how many races you've run, it's impressive. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm sure he wants to feel – I'm sure – he wants to come away with a national, obviously, because he feels like he's having the best season. He's led a lot of the points this year. But on the same hand, like, here's Connor with 16. He doesn't lose. Yeah, there's they're 16 wins in his national points fund. Like, Connor's having the better season. Connor's I mean, going to win this national. Yeah, when Connor shows up to a racetrack, he's not running, you know, top five in first ra race one and then decide, well, I'll just go – sit back here eighth or ninth so I catch the invert and cherry pick the second one. Yeah. He goes and wins the first one, goes to the back, comes up and wins the second one. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's a way better season. And I'm not it is nothing against Doug. He has had a great season, but like now we're in the crunch time, last month of it, and now you're gonna just start throwing daggers at everybody that's beating you. I mean that's kind of you you were running fourth when you got wrecked. Yeah. It's not like he got up and to the lead and somebody wrecked you're right connor's kicking your ass in the first race anyways yeah and like connor you know i i tweeted back at doug on this one i was like look you're you're in fourth going backwards connor's leading the race why would he want someone to wreck you right what there's no there's no beneficial gain from him wrecking you and he's still gonna win right and like He's already leading the race. Like, why would he want to set up another restart where Kate Brown could drive back by him yeah. for the lead? And why? And, and why was he? Why would it, Connor want to see you wrecked, knowing you're so close to being not a full car field? Right. Because then you get in a race too. Now, if you're not in that race, that's not a full car field anymore. Right. Or if you know multiple people drop out, like that. What he's here because it's a full car field. He right. knows why he showed up. Yeah. He knows why you showed up. Exactly. So why would he want one less car out there? That just hurts him. Yeah. Trying to go get another full car field win. Yeah, and I'll say this too: like, if Connor really wanted to keep Doug from gaining points, Connor could have not shown up right. to Hickory and not given Doug a full car field. Yep. So Connor went there knowing that there was going to be a full car field, and he was going to help make that full car field by him showing up. Right. And. He had more on the line to lose. You know, he, he's going in gaining minimal points at this point, whereas Doug could have made up more of a gap had Doug actually gone and performed and won. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I don't – again, Doug's not having a bad season at all, and I, I can understand him being mad sitting it out back and, you know, stewing and having a few drinks and, you know, being pissed off and tweeting some stuff that he said that he probably shouldn't have tweeted and – he he's yeah. a little bit more understanding of what happened now. Um, that it was just a a dumb situation that he was put in with the Applegate kid wrecking him. Um, you know, I, I think it's just inexperience. The kid's just coming out of legend cars. Right. He's only got like five five starts this year at Hickory, I think. Yeah, something so, like that. Not a lot. It's not like it's yeah, and and pot kettle black, man. Like 
How many times has Trent gotten a race car to go out there and fill a field or wreck somebody on purpose? <laughs> right. We just talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Don't, don't play that. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I, I know. Mean, it's just, that just irks me. Like, I know. And it's not just because it's Doug. It's just anyone. Like, you know, right. you, you sit there and you do it. This as soon as somebody else does it. Now, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Call the Can't police. Call yeah. the racing police. Can't have that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, going back to it, like, Doug just hasn't performed the second half of the season. Like, we look back. If you want to seriously look back at the beginning of the season when we put Doug Barnes in the category of a national title contender, he was legit. Like, he went out and dominated yeah. Florence. He swept Hickory the next week, and then the stuff went down where he got turned going down the backstretch, and then, yeah. you know, the race two thing happened where he had that controversy, and then he didn't go back. That right there was the turning point of the season. Like, you started off hot in the first three races, and he went out to Hickory, sat on the pole the next race, and looked like he could probably go win that, that race and sweep that weekend too. Yep. And he had that wreck, and he just – like yeah, he's been to Florence. He's it's kind of like helicoptered. Yeah, out. he it something ever since that point. It just it hasn't been it hasn't been the season that you know he yeah. probably hoped to have to win the national. So, um, well, he didn't. Connor didn't win both races though. He only won one. Yep, he finished sixth in uh, race two. Um, so K Brown ends up coming away with a second win, going for a championship. Yep. He's had a hell of a year, Cade Brown. Yeah, he has. Just going he's to Hickory in general. I mean, it's been a great year. Yeah, I, and I want to say he's in the top six in the national uh, title standings too. So Damn. that's, yeah. I mean, because he's that's traveling to be too. proud of. Yeah, he's gone down to Flor- uh, yeah, Florence, yeah, Florence, and you know places like that and performed. So he's having a good year as well. Um, Peyton Sellers again at Dominion dominates. How many uh, cars this week? Uh, eight cars. <laughs> so, yeah. Bad deal for Dominion. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, I take that back. They had nine. They were going to have ten. Uh, Dustin Storm in qualifying broke a oh, transmission. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, was not able to start the race. So they had nine cars. Um, sucks, man. I don't mm-hmm. know what they got to do to get more cars. But yeah, I don't know. We've, we've kind of talked about it. Yeah, I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it again. Yeah. They, I think they know what they need to do. I think what everybody else, you know. It's. They, I think they did what they should have done a long time ago, last week or two weeks ago, but it's a little too late now. Right. It's a, it's too little too late. I don't think you're going to see car count back there for the rest of the year. It's not like they have an end of the year big deal. No. They run all their big stuff in the middle of the year, so. Yeah. They're going to finish know, out the cars. I think, they're going to finish out with the cars that they got. Yeah. And, and I think what, hopefully they can get cars back next year. Yeah. I, if I was them, I would try to revamp your schedule a little bit. Move some of these big races around, keep cars coming all year, um, and just be do right by everybody. I feel like do don't have I don't know I'm not even gonna call them favorites because I don't I don't know that's what they're doing, but it just seems like it to everybody that there's favorites there. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Um, I can tell you I've never been a favorite. <laughs> no, we know that. <laughs> I've never been a favorite. I just think that. I mean, the Brits love me. I, yeah. I love the Brits. I mean, they're nice people. Um, I've never been a favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying the owners, but okay. 
Yeah. There's yeah, a, a there, certain there's other a, people there that correct. I think need to realize that this is the consequence to some actions. Some actions, correct. Yeah. But we we won't get into that, like I said. Um Let's talk about your boy, Connor Waddell. Yeah, man. Connor uh Connor wins his fourth in a row, fifth on the season. He's still on fire, Dominion. Yeah. Um, this is a good time, too, because he's doing this and getting that comfortability behind the wheel in a Legends car that a couple weeks, he's going to be behind this car right in front of us. Yep, he's going to be back behind the number eight car owned by Chris Phillips. Uh, going Prepared into, by Tyler Hughes Motorsports. Yeah, prepared by Tyler Hughes Motorsports. He's going to make his Virginia racer debut like we touched on last week. So I'm actually – I've actually got the car in my shop right now. I'm getting ready to – post-race it from the Carteret race we ran like I don't know two months ago <laughs> I just haven't had time to get around to it so um post-race it from that race get some notes and then turn it around and get it ready for Dominion and so they can go test um speaking of testing I'm actually here today because we got rained out of the test that I was supposed to do with Daniel I, I actually wasn't supposed to be here today um so that got pushed back another week rescheduled a second time so i'll test with daniel probably sometime next week uh is what it's looking like now so um looking forward to that uh i am going to south boston this weekend speaking of dustin storm that's who i'm crew chiefing this weekend mm-hmm. um so that'll be exciting uh he's got an rns car so get to work on an rns car for the first time um try and go help them get that thing dialed in and uh, they're thinking about running the Sobo Cars Tour race in October. Mm-hmm. So um, this will be kind of a race in preparation for that if they do end up running that. So looking forward to working with Dustin and um, thankful that Scott Lang's given me the opportunity to do that. Yeah, great people. I met them earlier this year. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Logan, Logan Shuhart, man, gets his yeah. 40th career out one. Heck yeah, man. I think he's uh I had it written down right here. He it was it was his fortieth and he is the nineteenth driver in series history to reach that feat. That's pretty impressive pretty stat. Sporty. Yeah, that's a good stat to have, man. So big things out of him. The team we've talked about it on the show about just what they did when they came into this went into the series from local PA stuff. You know, it's a hard thing to do. You're talking going from thirty races to what 90 yeah i mean that's wild across the country yeah for a small team so yep logan i've always been a fan of his um very proud of him and so is <laughs> so is all of pennsylvania yeah that's he's awesome. still he's still a posse guy you know that's what we say so, not really but he is <laughs> so that's i think that's really it we don't have a lot of dirt stuff anymore the way we change things up but yeah it's okay i mean we just talk about what we want that's right you know yeah i do miss talking about justin grant flipping from second all the time <laughs> that was some fun time has he done it lately i have no idea yeah what about william swalich and jesse love getting into yeah. it oh yeah keep, they keep doing it it's great i don't Building even know how yeah i don't know how close the points battle is now because jesse's won a lot but yeah jesse kind of well, I think William gave him a little nudge in the beginning of the race. Jesse gave him one back. They crossed each other up. And then Sawalich, six to go, five to go, got him. Tagged him in the left rear. Well, Jesse was going back down in the corner to absolutely destroy his stuff and completely missed him. 
I mean, completely gassed up and whoop, (laughs) out to lunch. Yeah. And that was enough for William to drive away with the win. So very, very good race by those two. And I will say clean. It almost wasn't by about three inches, but right. um, it's two guys that are just trying to make a name for themselves, and I feel like they're doing a really good job of it, yeah. winning a bunch of races. Um, Luke Fenhouse looked super, super strong. He was coming up through the field until <laughs> he got next to somebody. Oh, who would that somebody have been, Cody? That would be Connor Jones. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Not man. again. Uh, we just we just dude, had this It's like the last two weeks we've talked about this kid getting into it with somebody and making the news. You know the I mean, names, the God names that damn. we talk about per week are Connors, Connor Waddell, Connor Hall, and Connor, and Connor Jones. Jones. Two of, two of them are winning a lot of races. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them is not doing anything right right One now. of them is just Jesus. not winning friendships, man. Oh, and, my god. And so Luke Fenhouse said that. He said that, you know, I've gotten along with him. We've been really good friends, but that's it. I'm done. I'm, I've had enough. Like, that – well, I think he said that was a rich kid move. Yeah. And that – Yeah. He said he drove down on the door and knew he wasn't going to make. The, you know, you know, you know, you know, you're not going to make the corner. Yeah. And you go down and just, you know, well, I got loose. Well, yeah, but you, you, no shit. Yeah, you overdrove it. You drove it. down in the corner and you got loose. You took all the air off. Well, yeah. Yeah, but you knew that was going to happen. This ain't lap two, where oh man, I'm still trying to figure it out. This is freaking ten to go. Yeah, he's run plenty of races this year in the Arca series and in the truck. Yeah. I mean, he sh- he should know, and he does, and it just. Luke Fenhouse wasn't happy. Neither was his crew chief. Holy no. crap. I thought his crew chief was going to – I thought that was it. Yeah, so the one thing I'll say about that is, like, they posted a video on Twitter of that whole situation. Yeah. And it looked like Luke and, you know, Connor were actually having a halfway decent conversation. He just walks up and shoves him. Like, they were. Yeah. You know – And Luke said that. Luke said, like, we were having a good talk and it just got – taken out you know it just but yeah but you could tell he was visually upset oh yeah i mean i don't blame him for being upset and you know but if you're sitting there having a decent talk with the drivers like i understand connor jones has gotten into it with a lot of people he's not making any friends but at the same time like you need to let the drivers talk it out don't walk up and like shove the guy out of the way and right you know it doesn't make the situation any better and especially going into the next race like you know, I'm sure maybe Luke and Connor might talk a little bit more or something, but you just, I don't know. My opinion is just let, let them have their conversation. Have, yeah, I agree. And the thing with, like, <laughs> did you see Connor's interview when they were talking to him about it? Mm-hmm. So they're talking to Connor about it. Well, then Luke's guys push the car up, like they're pushing it back to tech or wh- wherever they're going. And Connor has to move, right? He, he looks, oh, oh, in a way, in a way. So he moves out of the way. So they push the car up. <laughs> as soon as he starts talking again, they start pushing it back. He has to move again. I'm like, they're just ruining. And, like, like sh- almost shoving him out of the way. Yeah. Like, twice in an interview. And I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. these guys ain't happy. No. They're not having it. Just on purpose, just like, messing with him. Yeah, like, we're going to move the car up. Here where he's standing. Oh, you're trying to talk again? Let's go back. Yeah. And it was just like, but... Dude, I'm telling you, man, you can't keep pissing everybody off. Like, no, it, nobody. Like, you're gonna lose every opportunity, not just because you're pissing everybody off. People are just gonna start trashing your shit. Right. 
it's kind of like um you know Carson Hosevar having the conversation with Dale Jr. of like when are you going to stop running people over yeah you know <laughs> I don't know what else to say it's another thing we've talked about multiple times and just Wonder if he listens. Does he listen? I don't know. Should we tell him know, to listen? I know the Waddells tell me that I don't. We don't cut Connor Jones any slack, and I yeah. mean, yeah, he, he doesn't deserve to have it. Cut I mean, slack. give me something to cut your slack on, right? Like if you if, go win, a, go win a goddamn race clean. Don't run people over. He can't even. I'm, he can't even run fifth without running. I mean, running somebody over, and that's you're you're in a you're in a spot like you're in a Venturini ride. Right, like you, you got what it takes. You have the. I've said he's had the talent this whole time. He's got obviously got the car. Jesse loves damn near winning the championship. You can, you can do it. Ran top five all day. Yeah. I mean, literally. And then as soon as the race gets played out and somebody comes up to, to pass you clean, like you just, you just threw it away. Like we, the top five would have been something to hang your hat on. Like, hey, that was a good run. Yeah. Had no run-ins with anybody. Had, nope. That's out the window. Yeah, and I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Like I, I want to cut him. Give me a reason to cut you slack. Yeah. Like I'd rather not talk about you, <laughs> or talk about you in a good way. Yeah, but like, I'd rather not talk about you. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's like just don't give. Me, but every because every time we talk about you, it's something bad. Yeah. And it's getting it's getting old, and it's not me that's getting tired of it. Like. Hey, our podcast is our podcast. We talk about whatever the hell we want. That's right. But I can tell you right now, everybody else that you're running into or having an issue with on pit road or whatever is getting pissed off. Yeah. And that just is a bad, it's a bad spot to be in. Yeah. Unfortunately, man. Unfortunately, it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I don't want to talk about it next week. Where's he <laughs> race? Where's he race next week? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I hope he goes out and. Gives us something good to talk about or just keeps himself clean. Yeah, me too. He did cut his hair. Oh. He did cut his hair. Look at that guy. It didn't change. It didn't change nothing. <laughs> we said Nickelback was hated because of their hair. Yeah. Connor Jones is still hated. <laughs> he's still not He's still not making people happy. Is so. he 18 yet? For ass-beating purposes, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say Because that crew chief. I think that's probably the only reason why he hasn't gotten into a physical altercation yet if he's not 18. Yeah, because that crew chief well, – so we had a little, you know, Christian Rose hand shove. Now we had Fenhouse crew chief full shove. It's coming. Yeah. Everybody's sitting there. It's like uh, – Can I see your ID, please? <laughs> yeah. It's like everybody's sitting there like in SpongeBob. They got like the this, the, the boards are like yeah. waiting on him. Like everybody's just waiting on Connor Jones to turn eighteen. Yeah. Oh, That'd be a good guy. meme. We could we could do that meme. Yeah, let's do it. All right. But so, uh how about Ty Majeski, man? He gets his wheel confiscated. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder what that is. I don't know. I'm waiting to see what it is too. Um a, yeah. a wheel being confiscated is awful interesting. Yeah, you had Carson Hosvar say that he got his superpower taken away. So and he made a good point. You think back to Ty Majeski's wins this year. Yeah. What could it be? But okay, so so I'm gonna flip the script here. What what does he have to gain to cheat in this race? He's already locked into the next round. Um, leading points, locked in the next round. You don't need to win at Milwaukee. What's there to gain to cheating here? You want cheating Phoenix? Cheating Phoenix? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just 
trying to keep building that data on whatever they had that was working for them. I mean, I like putting trophies in cabinets. Yeah, but that's... I mean, if they were getting away with it. There's something, like, I think it was also said, like, he broke that holy trinity. Yeah. You don't cheat on engine, fuel, or tires. Well, okay. So if he's cheating on tires, that is a bad one. Mm-hmm. If he's doing something slick with a wheel, yeah, that'd be pretty impressive. Yeah. You well. know, I don't know what they could have been doing with a wheel. You know, whether it was something weight-related, um, if it was something like, I don't know. What if they were running bleeders? Like they found a new trick way to be able to sneak a bleeder in on the left right. rear so that that tire's not gaining but so much pressure. Um, maybe they did something where they drilled a wheel. like a, Maybe they had like small pinholes in the wheel or something to, you yep. know, to make it act like a bleeder or something. I don't know. I'm only taking guesses, but, yeah. um, you know, I would, I'm interested to see what comes out as to what was found. I hope it's not a tire. You know, if he was running and they made a point where he was like fastest in practice and everything. And then when they confiscated that wheel, it went away. If he was doping tires, like, I don't know why you would be doping tires you in practice. Them. Right. And you buy them at the track. And the, all, all the, wheel, all the wheels and tires are brought to the racetrack right. by Goodyear. Yeah. So, like, if you're doping tires, like, one, you're figuring out a trick-ass way to, to be able to track. get the dope into the tire. Yep. And two, like, why would you be doing it in practice? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Well, he did end up finishing seventh in stage two and in the race. Yeah. So it's not like he was complete junk after no. And he had to start in the back. I think they booted his crew chief. So, like, there was some obstacles in stage one to get through, but he did end up coming and finishing the top ten. But, yeah, I don't, I don't – just like, that's that's why I, I mean, like, how – how, first of all, but why? Why here? Like, what uh, – I don't get why you would do it here. Just well, because like – Maybe said, it's just another race they felt like they could win. Like, you know, IRP is a very – odd track they can move around a lot kind of races like a short track you know maybe they felt like this place was going to be fairly similar where they could sneak in another win could be so yeah so we're going to go into race three of the playoffs for them um which is you know the round of 10 i think is what they call it so the round of eight would be bristol right so one more race got kansas okay you with me? Yep. All right. Ben Rhodes is three below the cut line. Matty D, 20 below the cut line. Nick Sanchez, three to the good. Crafton, nine to the good. What do you think? Oh, man. I believe Corey Hyman and Christian Eckes have locked themselves in on points. They cannot be knocked out. And Carson Hosovar is damn close because he's only five back of Eckes. You said Crafton is in? Craft, no, Crafton's seventh out of ten. Oh. They're only going to take eight. So Sanchez is on the bubble plus three, and Crafton is seventh, plus nine. So they're both kind of yeah, not in great shape. No. Um, I think it would be a big deal if Ben Rhodes did not make it in. I, yes, I, I agree. Because, I mean, he's he a is. championship favorite every year. Yeah. I think it would be a big deal if he didn't make it. I agree. Um, I think it would be a big deal if Matt Crafton didn't make it either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt Crafton's a guy who always comes in pretty clutch. And, you know, although the guy doesn't win a lot of races, he's you there. know, dominate he doesn't dominate a lot of races he's always there in the championship hunt and he's been able to come through and win championships when it matters so the reason i bring this up is time jeski is second now 
he's locked into the next round. Now, we've seen in the Cup Series them take playoff points away. So what if they rip playoff points, you know, for, for infractions? What if right. they rip playoff points away going in the next round? Oh, uh, it could have serious implications on Majeski making it to the Final Four. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, um, you know, I I don't see them doing anything to where it'll hurt him this round, but definitely the next round. Yeah, he's already locked in. He passed right. Tech last week when he won, or IRP when he won. So Right, so there's no way they can take that win back away from him. Right. Or undo that lock-in. Correct. I under, Yeah, I'm just saying, like, going to the next round, if you start out with this many playoff points versus what you had, yep. that could be detrimental. Yeah. I would um I would put Grant Enfinger at the top of the list and say he's probably a championship favorite right now, too. I mean, Grant obviously won this past weekend. Yep. Um, he's been running good. We saw him run pretty damn good at IRP for mm-hmm. most of the race. Um, so I, I don't see how you don't put Grant as a championship favorite alongside uh, Corey Heim and Zane Smith. So, so yeah, I, th- I think are, I, I think those three definitely make it in. I think Majeski. the fourth one is going to be kind of a toss up. I think yeah. Majeski, and it's all about the wins too. Yep. So you know we have a yeah we have some we have some wild races in there. So every truck race is a wild race. Yep, that's for sure. Speaking of wild races, um, had two wild races at Daytona this past weekend. Yeah, we did. Um, Justin Allgaier comes away with a win in an Xfinity race. So, Parker Redslap finished sixth. Oh, hot damn. Yeah, I was listening. So, it was weird because I was listening to it in bed while I was watching it. But I was listening to Chris Osborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, man, he's in, missed, that, missed that big wreck with Trevor Bain and Austin Hill. And I'm like, man, like, they're – they're there. Like, all it's going to take is one good move, a shove, a push, a bad, you know, somebody wreck. He could win this thing. Yeah. So I'm listening to it. Well, son of a gun, NASCAR radio is like a minute and a half faster than the TV. So I'm like not even watching the TV, have listening to Chris Spot. And, uh, yeah. So I, I had to listen to it that way. So I knew he didn't win, but I, it didn't say, Chris didn't say, you know, oh, this guy won. So I had to actually watch right. the rest of the race. But, yeah, it was um. Good race. Justin Allgaier finally gets a win there. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. We also have one, two races? Two races left. Darlington and Kansas. For the regular season. For the regular season. For, it's so weird that they're so far apart. Well, it's so weird that they're so different. Like, That's you what look I mean. at Like, last week at IRP, like, the truck series is already. That was, like, two weeks ago, though. Or Yeah, that's what I'm at. So, IRP is already into their first round of their championship. Xfinity goes later. Cup is I'm just confused. now ending at Daytona. It is kind of a weird little deal. So looking ahead there, two more races. Darlington, that's going to be a it's a tough one to win. Yeah. Kansas is a really good racy track for them. Um, looking at points there, you have pretty much Sheldon Creed six. Bleh, Sheldon Creed, who's that guy? Sheldon Creed is sixty to the good. Daniel Hemrick is fifty six to the good. Parker Kligerman twenty to the good. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. But I think we're gonna have. I mean. You got Riley Herbst to, man. If he doesn't wreck half the races he's wrecked this year, holy moly, he's like P six. I know Riley Herbst has had kind of a tough go, and he even got, said in his interview in the last few races he's had a really tough time executing, and the they've speed. made mistakes. Got so. The speed. so he could go make up. I think he can make up twenty points on Parker Kligerman. Yeah, I do think he can. Yeah, but then you look back. At, I mean, you got Brandon Jones who junior motorsports car. I mean, he's gonna have to win almost. Brett Moffitt. Kaz Grala, who's had a lot of good races this year. Um, 
you know, those guys, there's no telling that one of them can sneak in and win a race. Yep, that's so, for sure. Especially Darlington and Kansas. So I look to see that battle kind of play out. Um, yeah, do you see that Ryan Priest wreck? Oh, man, that was terrible. That was pretty um, bad. That looked like something out of a video game, a Hot Wheels magazine. Um, it reminded me of Rusty Wallace's oh, yeah. flip. It reminded Quite me of Davey Allison's at Pocono. Dumb oh, back yeah. shoot. That's bad. Yeah. Because when it like hit the second time and dug in, and it just, dude, it just dude. topped off. Like it just. I mean, to get a thirty-five hundred pound car, twenty feet in the air, that is unbelievable. Like, I, and the spin as fast as it was. Oh my God! I'm I'm just glad he's all right. I mean, he landed on the roof a couple good hard times and. Yeah, um, that roof flap came off. Yeah, that just was bad. Just thankful he's all right. I'm sure you know they said in the interview or said in the broadcast that that car's probably going back to NASCAR R&D, and I'm sure it is. They want to figure out exactly what was going on with that car and how it, yeah. you know, held up. So another wreck, Blaney's wreck. That was bad. God, too. I mean that's a that's an Earnhardt hit. I know. I mean, it looked worse. Yeah, it was. That was scary. From the bottom to the top, like yep. that. I mean, that was bad. But to see Ryan Blaney talking about how okay he was, and I mean, it's gonna—they all hurt, right? They all yep. hurt. But like to be like decently okay, especially with the the front clip, rear clip problems we had last year. Yeah. Really, really good to see him be Both okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Ty Gibbs. Um, there was a radio transmission from him that was like, I hate these cars. Like, these hits are yeah. so hard, you know. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel bad for him, you know, that they're, these wrecks are hurting as bad as what they are yeah. on these cars. But yeah. So, Busher wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, on fi- they are on fire. They are, man. I wanted so to Chase, see Brad K win so bad. Yeah. So, Chase and Alex Bowman were there at the end. Yeah. Harvick was there. Harvick's already locked in, but. To win a race, um, man, it just was it me or did it look like Fords are just better? Because well, Alex so, couldn't push; he couldn't get up the chase to push Chase, right. and then Chase would get out and try to draft. It's like they can't draft. Well, so yes, the Fords are a hundred percent better on speedways because yeah, the nose that they went to this year had less downforce, um, so they're less draggy. Yeah, of course they're going to perform better on the super speedways where. They've kind of been lacking on some of the mile-and-a-half stuff because they've been lacking that front downforce. Right. They were able to perform really well on the super speedway. So, yeah, of course they're going to run. Yeah. So, with Butcher winning, Bubba gets in on points. Yep. So, now we have 15 different winners. Or, I'm sorry, bleh, 13 different winners going into the playoffs. Three in on points. Um, I am going to send you a message right now with three pictures. Look at those three pictures, and you give me – the first four out. Three pictures. Let me know who the first four out are. So right now on the bubble, right, let's go nine through sixteen. Is Kozlowski, Reddick, Logano, and Blaney in? McDowell, Stenhouse, Harvick, Bubba out. Now the you know, you have those those guys on the bubble, and we have Darlington, Kansas, and <laughs> Bristol. First four out. Who you got? That's so tough. I I want to say 
my first two out are Bubba and Ricky Stenhouse. Okay. Um, I believe personally that Kevin Harvick can point his way in. He's done a fantastic job of being up front and being in the mix all year. I think now that they're locked into the playoffs, I think that he can point his way in pretty easy. Okay. Um, McDowell is a, definitely a question mark. They've had a great season. Um, I think that if he can make it, is the Roval in round two? It is. Okay. So my my prediction is that if McDowell can make it through the first round, I believe personally with the Roval being there and how well he's run on the last two road courses, mm-hmm. I think he could potentially go win that race. Yep. and lock himself into the round of eight, which okay. is kind of crazy to think that front row could possibly make it that far. It's but if cut he off, can, it's a cutoff race too. Yeah, which I think personally, if he can point his way through the first round, he can potentially go make it to the round of eight. Okay. Um. So you said Bubba and yeah Stenhouse. Bubba and Stenhouse are definitely the first two out. Okay. Now you think the two other two on the outside. Looking in, McDowell and Harvick make it. Yes. Okay. I so think that I, leaves the t- – McDowell's, <laughs> McDowell's an iffy one for me, but I do. I definitely think Harvick can point his way in, no problem. Well, so now we're in the top 12. So now you got to pick two out of the top 12 that aren't going to make it. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, you may help you out? No. Okay. Because I want my own opinion. Do you want um, me to give you an opinion on points? So you don't have the points listed here. Well, you have oh, actually, points. no. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, I do, yeah, so I do. what I think is trend. No, you know, no, 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 no. Don't, oh, don't gosh, give me any on. points. Someone, someone in the first round is going to have a mistake. So, who's been the most mistake-prone person this year? So, so can, let me just say that thought process. My thought process: anybody over twenty points with playoff points should be okay through the first round. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I think that's safe. Now, yep. looking so at this, top, that's the only top, the top four. Right. So the top four is Byron, Truex, Hamlin, Busher, are the only ones over twenty-one points. Kyle Busch is in fifth with nineteen. I think Kyle Busch gets knocked out. I, I'm with you. I hate. I don't want him to. No. But I think he does. He's had too too many mistakes that teams had. It's been a roller coaster of a season yes. for him. He's had some great ups. He's won a lot of races, but right. I, he's had some low points too. He's had some low points. Um. And I also think. Tyler Reddick? No, I think Ross Chastain. Yeah, that, it hasn't been yeah. that year of like. He's been there of Ross. Yeah, you know, it wasn't year, like last year. Last year it seemed like he was there, right? Yeah, and yes, at the end of the, you know, at the end of Martinsville, he did what he had to do to get in, but like, he was also way better on points, I think, yeah. up until that point. So, so with that information, Bubba, Ricky, who else? Um. I want to go on a wild card and say Ryan Blaney does not make it wow. in. Okay. Wow. Um, because he's right at the cutoff line That's with right. only eight points to the good. Uh, he's kind of had the same – I feel like he's had sort of an up-and-down season as well. He's won yeah. one race. Oh, he's he locked one, himself in. He's one point to the good. Um, McDowell has yes, sorry. points. Yeah, he's only got eight playoff points, yep. one to the good. Um, I want to say Ryan Blaney does not make it past the first round. Okay. And – I want to say Kyle Busch. Yeah. I hate to say it. So I'm going to say, uh, looking at those three races, right, Darlington, Kansas, and Bristol. Should we write this down? Let's write this down. I mean, we'll have it recorded, Tyler. Well, this is a good point. Yeah. So I'm still going to write it. Dar- <laughs> <laughs> so Darlington, Kansas, and Bristol. 
Okay. I think Bubba makes it. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I want to write down. Oh, I thought you were going to say, wait, what? Because you know I'm not the biggest Bubba Wallace fan. But I do think Bubba makes it. I don't think Harvick makes it. I hate I hate it. Just don't think he makes it. All right. Who's your four? I'm going to say Kevin Harvick does not make it. Harvick. I'm going to say Ricky Stenhouse does not make it. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Michael McDowell and Kyle Busch don't make it. I think Bubba's the only one with zero playoff points. You said McDowell and Bush. Yeah. So I think the 13th, 14th, and 15th guys don't make it because I think Penske is going to turn it on going into Darlington and Kansas. And I don't think Bristol's going to matter for those guys, Joey and Ryan, who are tied with eight playoff points. Uh, I believe Reddick is in a good – he's been in good shape all year, especially Kansas. That might be a win for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, they always run. The 23 cars always run well at Kansas. And I think that's where Bubba – I think Bubba has a solid day at Darlington. I don't think he runs up front, but I think it's a solid day. Goes and has a really good top five day at Kansas. Bristol I don't think will matter because of everyone else screwing up the, the first two races. Yeah. And I don't think – yeah. So I'm going to say Kyle, but I think I'm, I'm on a seesaw between him and Ross of not making it. But I think the eight more playoff points that – Kyle has over Ross is going to help uh, that case. So Kyle would have to ever have two really bad races, I think. Yeah. Ross, it's only going to take one for yeah. him to have a bad race. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are my four. All right. So now that we have that, I want to ask you one more thing. Final four. No, no. We. Nope. I want to go through every round. No. Yeah. Right now, who's your final four? Right now, starting the playoffs. We don't have to talk. We don't have to talk about this ever again. Final four right now. Well, why don't we just go through every round? Because that'll that'll get us to our final four. Who's your championship favorite? That's fair. That's oh. fair. One driver out of 16, who's your championship favorite? You can't say Michael McDowell. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, It's hard. I think there's three guys right now that are killing it. William Byron. You think Byron's – I would say I would have said that yet last week, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. But looking at the schedule ahead, I think it's Martin Truex. Yeah. So the only reason I'm going with William Byron, um, well, I can't even say that they a, got good have, notes on that place. Yeah, you don't even have to. It's fine. The only reason I don't say Denny Hamlin because I would, he's pissed way too many people off. Yeah. So, I don't think anybody gives him anything from here on out. Yeah. Nothing. You know Larson's not going to. And Larson's, I mean, Larson's eight behind Denny Hamlin right now. Yeah. Larson's not. Nope. Don't care. And now you got you got to think this. You have Denny, Martin Truex, Christopher Bell. Ty Gibbs is not in. But the three Joe Gibbs guys, right, they all have to kind of watch themselves because they're in that top seven. You have Alex Bowman and Chase Elliott that really don't care. Yeah. Now, Chase is still going for a manufacturer champ or owner's points championship. But they don't really, I don't think they're going to take care of anybody. Yeah. Other than the five and, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know why I'm blanking here. Okay. <laughs> other right. than the five and the 24. So no, let's – so, all right. So we got our first four eliminations. Yep. We got a round of 12 set. Mm-hmm. Who's your round of eight? Nope, we're not doing that. 
Why? I want to do it. No, no, no. no. I want to do it now. Because then you're going to go all the way to Final Four. We have four. a board. Yes, that's fine. We have a board. Oh, at, at this point, we're, we're going to have a board. All right. We're going to do it. Well, all right. So then I'm going. So you have Darlington, Kansas, Bristol out. So the next three races are Texas, Talladega, and then the Rebel. All right. Texas, Talladega, and the Rebel. My next four after that out are going to be uh, Christopher Bell, Brad Kozlowski, Ross Chastain. Here's your fourth. Bubba Wallace. Okay. I think the only reason Bubba makes it is if he wins Talladega. It's not going to be on points, though. Yeah. I don't think he can accumulate enough points in the first round to transfer over as much as everybody else. So I think he's right. going to be in a win situation kind of like he has been. Yeah. Luckily, he hasn't had to, but now he has to. So um, my four, I'm going to go with you and say that Bell and Chastain don't make it. Okay. Out of round 12. All right. Um, I do think Keselowski makes it though, because Talladega, we just watched Keselowski and Busher push each other, you know, to a one-two finish. I think Keselowski makes it through. Um, I want to say McDowell makes it through because I'm I'm taking you, McDowell. You think the Roval? I yes, that's your I, wild card. I'm, I'm thinking that McDowell makes it through on points in this first round. And gets himself either a win or points his way through in round two uh, to the round of eight, which I think is pretty impressive for, you know, uh, for front row. I mean, if, if they can pull that off, I think that'd be huge for their team. Uh, but I think they do have a really good shot at possibly winning Talladega and the Roval uh, to get into the round of eight. So I'm going to keep McDowell in that mix. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Reddick is gone. Yeah, Reddick's gone. Mm-hmm. It's hard to take Denny out of the out of the question at Talladega. Yep. I don't know. We need a surprise. We need a surprise. <laughs> Someone who just does not make it. Um, I'm gonna say Logano doesn't make it. Yeah, I'm gonna say Logano doesn't make it. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I mean, um, he's not. He's not had that great of a season. No. But he didn't last year either. No, and he still pulled it off and won. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Never know. He could come up as a surprise. That's right. So you're round of eight. All right. So you go first. Who's going to Phoenix? Oh man, what's that round look like? Now we got Martinsville in there. So, yep. So you got Las Vegas, Homestead, and then Martinsville. Mm. That's, that's tough. Rough. Yeah, that's rough. Two mile and a halfs. Technical mile and a halfs. Yeah. I want to say, you know, the RFK cars are running well at the short tracks right now. Can't knock them there. Yep. I want to say Keselowski. Makes it? Or is, is out? Is out. Is out. Which is still really good. I mean, RFK going yeah. to the round of eight yeah. would be phenomenal. I agree. Um, I think Denny Hamlin. Is out. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I got a sneaky suspicion that Larson doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I got McDowell out. I got McDowell out in the round of eight. Okay. That's one person I forgot about. All right. Oh, and I haven't taken Harvick out either. Well, there, there's fourth. <laughs> I hate to say that. Man, I kind of forgot about him. Yeah. 
shit, I would have probably taken him out in the last round. Nah, I'll give Harvick the benefit of the doubt. I think he'll make it to the round of eight on points. Okay. I think he'll point his way in, if not sneak a win in. You think he'll beat, like, on points, he'll beat Logano? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he will. All right. So that leaves our championship four. That Byron Truex. Busher, you Busher going? Yep. Wow. All right. Byron Truex, Busher, and Reddick. No, you already knocked Reddick out. Yep. And who's Lars- So Larson. Oh, okay. So you Lar- said you had a funny suspicion he wouldn't make it, but okay. Yeah. So Byron, Larson, Truex. So Hendrick first, Gibbs. Hmm. Who was my last one? Oh, no, Busher. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Busher. Okay. So my, mine is a – so I just gave mine up. My final four is Hendrick versus Gibbs. I think Byron and Truex make it because solely on points. They might win, but I think the points are going to just carry them throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Okay? Unless they really screw up. You got to screw two in a row up. Yeah. Right? You can, you only got to do 66% here. Two of the three rounds, you can't have a bad race. Or two of the three races per round. Yeah. Right? I think Hamlin makes it. I think Hamlin's going to win a race. If not in each round, definitely in that last one. Yeah. Whether it be Homestead or uh, Vegas. I mean, he runs a good at Martinsville, too, so. Yeah. Uh, and then Larson. I think Larson wins a race. I think Truex or Byron actually point their way in. I don't think they win a race in that round. Hmm. I think Truex, Truex probably could. I think, like, Vegas, maybe. Yeah. But, um, man, William has won races. We talked about this last week. Like, he's won races that you didn't expect for him to win. Yeah. So, I mean, that's – like Watkins Glen, I, I I would not have put Byron at the as the winner of Mark or right. um, as the winner of Watkins Glen just because he had not won on a road course. They've been kind of iffy. I mean, yeah. so for him to go out and win like that, that was pretty clutch. Yeah, yeah. I think they're those two Byron and Truex are kind of on a stool right now where they they can't they just can't give points up. Yeah, they're in Connor Hall mode. Right. You just can't screw it up. Yeah. You can you can lose you can lose it, but you'd have to majorly screw up. Yeah. Just go out, maximize your day, and you should be there at the end. That's right. So I think that's why I have them going to the final four. And then like I said, Denny is just he's been there before, he's done it. And I think Larson. So we basically got the same final four minus Hamlin and Busher. That's right. our only difference. Yep. So that's pretty cool. I think man, I just think RFK's got their stuff together right now. You know, they, they've been sort of up and down, but they've been way more consistent, I feel like, than what Kyle Busch has with RCR yeah. uh, on their bad days. That's the thing you got to look at is their yeah. bad days. Absolutely right. How, what are their worst bad days? And I think Busher and them are just way ahead. And, um, you know, they're clicking right, right at the right time. They've won three of the last five. I mean, how can you not argue yeah. that those guys are on fire right now? So. You can't. It's just, it doesn't matter when you go into these rounds. Yep. You don't have 26 races to look back on. Yep. It's only three at a time. Yep. <sighs> I'm so glad I don't have that stress in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be exciting to watch. It always is. Uh, and, you know, there's always surprises uh, in this championship deal, man. Oh, yeah. You see people not make it in that should make it in. You see, you people, know. see people wall ride to make it in. Yeah. Live. Yep. Badass. 
crazy. Do you have any more races planned to go to this year? Are you going to A Cup races? Yeah. You always go to Martinsville every year. Not going to Martinsville. Oh, wow. What are yep. you going to? Uh, I'll be spotting <laughs> at okay. uh, the Roval. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I just didn't know if you had any. No, I'm not going to go to any more. Um, just because I've gone away a lot for, for cup races this year to work. So, Martinsville, honestly, I hate to say this, but it wasn't that great of a race. Last year, minus the last 20 laps. Yeah. And uh, it being on like a Sunday night kind of screws me up trying to get home on one day and stuff like that. So, uh, I ended up, my buddy's going to go. Uh, I sold him my tickets. He's going to take them. I did buy them. Just too much going on, man. We're, yeah. we're leaving for London in two weeks. Uh, just a lot of vacation stuff that we have planned that just Martinsville is not really up there. So yeah, I, I hate to say that because that was, man, three years ago, that was a ticket to buy. Yeah. That cutoff race at Martinsville. Oh, yeah. Now it's just like the car is just not where it needs to be. And uh, the race is like. It just needs to be a thirty lap heat race, honestly. <laughs> I hate, you know what I mean? That's that sucks, but um yeah, it's just not high on my to do list. So. I got gotcha. you. But yeah. I am I am gonna go to the Roval. That's uh damn near locked in. I'll be doing that, so that'll be cool. One more cup race. Nice. Ooh. I would love to go to one more or go to a cup race this year. I just haven't been go to the Roval. Uh that's actually a fun road course because you can see the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know if I will I'd love to. Oh, no, you can't. You're going to South Boston. There you go. Yep. Making your schedule for you. Yeah. Can't do that. You know, I don't have my calendar sitting in front of me, so I can't tell you what races I can and can't do. Well, coming from experience, you don't look at it anyways. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) Yep. All right. Oh, one more thing I did want to say. Kurt Busch retiring. Officially retiring. Yep. Did he just officially retire? So I was kind of confused at that because I thought he said it. Yeah, I think he said before that. You know, because of his, run. yeah, because of his issues that he would see what if he got better, kind of like Junior did. You know, like yeah. I'm better, I might make one more swing at this and maybe go run some off races, whatever. Yeah. But he officially retired, so I think he's done, done, and it's a good career, man. Yeah. Did he say that he just didn't want to do it again, or did he say? I just that think it was a mixture of. I, I think he wants to do it. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to keep racing? Right. You know what I mean? I think it was just everything with his health and health is more important sometimes, man. It is. It is. And he's in a good spot. Like he's got his hands on that team, you know, on that team 2311, so um I think he'll be fine in retirement. I think he's going to do great things for teams. And I think he's going to get his fulfillment out of the teams come a long way since they they have. I mean, <laughs> they've they've if you would ask me when they got created with the tr- two drivers they just had, you know, with Bubba. I mean, Bubba's not bad, and neither was Reddick. It just, man, I don't know if that's the team that's going to make big strides, and it has. So, yeah. Kurt Busch, I think, has been a part of that. So, oh uh, no, there's no doubt. He um he's made every team better he's gone to, right. no matter what team. I mean, he drove for many, many teams yep. across the board across his career, especially when he was trying to make a comeback. Yeah. And um, there's no doubt that he made every team better that he walked into he was a fun guy to watch on and off the racetrack <laughs> even in his bad days i mean he provided you know good podcast uh, content <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably so and you know uh created some stir in the media but um man he had an awesome career that's for sure yeah and what's good about kurt i think is 
like he didn't realize he was in like the glory days after he got out of the race car. Yeah. Like when he was in that Ganassi car, you could tell like he knew he was like right there. You knew you could tell he was in his glory day. Like every win is going to be huge. Yeah. And then to get in the twenty three eleven car and win there, it's like this is this is it. Like I know yeah. I'm coming to the end, and you kind of could tell that he was just enjoying every moment. Yeah. And he's he won in basically every car. Oh you yeah. Know, up until the point of his retirement, you know, for him to get a win in the next gen car before he retired, I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Something to kind of hang his hat on. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, I I'll always I know there was a lot of great wins that Kurt Busch had. But one of the coolest ones, in my opinion, is having to hold his brother off at Kansas for that win. Yeah. That race was epic the, for only, the last few laps. The only one I really, like, always think about is the one that I lost money on. So my dad <laughs> used to have this pool yeah. at work, and it was, like, $5 buy-in every week. Yeah. And they pull a number out of a hat. You don't even get to pick who your driver was. You just pull a number. Yeah. And mine was Ricky Craig. Or, yeah, mine was – uh. Oh, mine was Kurt Busch. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Ricky, Ricky Craven, Craven at Darlington. Yeah. That, and Ricky that race Craven will always won. be iconic. Oh, man. <laughs> That's like $100. <laughs> I was like eight. Yeah. You know what $100 to an eight-year-old is? That's <laughs> a lot of money. I do, That's like I, $800. I hate Ricky Craven to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh, that's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. That's a good place to end, I think. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, so, looking ahead to this weekend, we got South Boston. Like I said, I'll be up there with Dustin Storm. Uh, look for us to be up there and hopefully make a good showing. Yep. Uh, I think Florence is racing this weekend, I believe. Um, but either way, uh, we got the start of the playoffs for the Cup Series. Yep. Uh, if you guys are bored, tune into that stuff. Yep. If you're wanting to support a local short track, please go do it. Uh, whether dirt or asphalt, always love to see fans packed in the stands at every local short track that we go to. Yeah, we do have a hell of a barn burn what'd you say barn burner barn razor something championship battle we have a barn burner of a championship battle at south boston that's Speedway. what it was so yeah. get out not just because the host of this podcast can be there but yeah it's gonna will, be a badass race it's the last race of the season i think it's 150 laps um three points separate your yeah gosh yeah it's gonna be an epic race uh i hope carter langley and peyton sellers go door to door every lap wreck each other with laps. a lap to go with dustin storm in third that's what you're <laughs> oh did you is that not what you're gonna say uh, i'll say it for no. you <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that um no i hope they go door to door um for every lap behind us oh so i was gonna say they take the fenders off each other like Two to go, and then have to do, 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 limp home. You know, trying to <laughs> be running to, across, running the across the start, the Ricky side. Bobby in yeah. it. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I want to see. I love a good championship battle, especially when it comes down to the last race like this. I mean, you know, even looking back to 2017 when I had my championship battle with Doug, you know, and it came down to the last race. It just produces that little bit of extra uh, mm -hmm. intensity and. um you know, I'm excited it's to like watch it. It's like you worked this whole season, and it just – It comes down to the it, last it race. Does, it didn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. It just came down to this one. Yeah, why don't we just throw Carter Langley and yeah. Peyton yeah. Sellers out there for one race and let yeah. it decide it. So. You get 10 laps, then we'll all race behind you. That's right. 10 laps down. Yeah. Excited yeah. to go watch it. Um, yeah, like I said, please support your local short track. Uh, 
again, we appreciate you all tuning in each and every week and listening. Please keep following and liking our podcast on any of the major podcast platforms you may be listening on. And uh, please make sure to give us a follow on any of the social media platforms you may be on, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Clear With Contact. And X. Not Twitter. X, not Twitter. And we're on Apple Podcasts, too. Yes, we are on Apple Podcasts. I finally figured that one out last week. Um, (laughs) 26 um, episodes later. (laughs) We are finally on it. So, uh, yeah, if you're on Apple Podcasts, thank you for uh, subscribing or following on there. Um, Yeah, man, that's all I got. All right, buddy. Well, good luck this weekend. I'm going to go to Morgan Wallen. Yep, you have fun. Sorry to ditch out on you on that one. You better win now. (laughs) You better win now. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy yourself at Morgan Wallen. Have a good week, y'all. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Clear With Contact podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Clear With Contact. Feel free to share and tell your friends. Until next time.